presents a tiki the hunter it's a journey as a tiki and his magical dust can transform anyone into any animal in the forest a tiki is the first african-american action hero and he wants you and your child to join him on his adventure this book is beautifully illustrated and gets children excited about reading visit www.abellapublishing.com to get a copy for your child today and be a part of this wonderful world of a tiki www.abellapublishing.com is where you can order today. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, where you are royalty. Specializing in children's hair, natural, weaved, and relaxed hair. 
Looking for a professional stylist who cares not only about how good hair looks, but also how healthy it feels? Then Royal Destiny Salon and Spa is the place for you. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, located at 4936 Albemarle Road, Suite 14, Charlotte, North Carolina. Call today to schedule your appointment for a more beautiful you. 724-734-8043. That number again is 724-734-8043. Yo, what's up? This is John O. Mustard No Condom, your part hair partner. When I need to know what needs to be said, I turn it on. This needs to be said with my homegirl, Catherine Waddell. Eh. Go like it's 99. We go party 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 like it's 99. We go
TNTBS family, Rhonda Nails here, a.k.a. The Success Instigator. Hey, we're talking about BS in biz today, and today I have a special treat for you because we're talking about a particular junkie, okay? And maybe this is you, maybe it's not you, but today's BS is brought to you by the workshop, teleseminar, and conference junkie. Yes, you know the one. They attend they register, they sign up for every single workshop, every conference in and out of town, and every online seminar or webinar that they can grasp. They have registered for the Take It to the Next Level conference, the How to Make Six Figures in Six Months workshop, and of course, we cannot forget the Never Be Broke Again teleseminar. <laughs> you guys know I'm just kidding, right? But it is a coincidence that these junkies are still in the same position that they were last year and the year before. They have the same or maybe little or even no income. They produce the same material that has been regurgitated, and they've shown little to no evidence of moving in the right direction. So how do we stop the BS from flowing? Well, Stop attending and start doing. If you or someone you know is this junkie, this workshop, teleseminar, and conference junkie, I need you to listen very, 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 very carefully to the next few minutes. First of all, I'm for knowledge. I'm for education. I'm an advocate for learning. But knowledge without application is just words being spit in the air. So what I advise that you do is take out your notes from your last conference or from your last webinar or from your last workshop and ask yourself these questions. What did you apply from the last conference? What have you implemented from the last conference? What has worked from the last conference? What do you still need to tweak? And what is your process moving forward? You see, I think that creating a business plan is great. I believe that's a great start. But besides the title of your business, what has successfully worked to bring you profit? What I believe is a really, really good strategy for attending conferences is to do this. So once you've attended the conference and you have all the strategies, you know, you've learned all the strategies, you have them written down, and you've been shown what to do, and what you're going to do is you're going to earn your registration fee back. For example, if you paid $100 to go to the <laughs> Take It to the Next Level conference, do not attend or register for another conference until you have earned that $100 registration fee back in your business. Okay? So again, if you paid $100 to attend the conference, you do not register for another conference until you have made that back in your business. Now, this is just my suggestion, just my two cents. I'm just a success instigator. That's all I do is instigate success. But what I'm going to tell you what this is going to keep you from doing is it's going to keep you from spending and overspending and spending more money that you do not have. It's also going to alleviate you from information overload because you know that sometimes we can receive way too much information and we will shut down because we really don't know what to do with it. Because truth is, ladies and gentlemen, you have everything that you possibly need in three places, your hand, your head, and your heart. That's really all you need to get started in business. You need something in your head, meaning your brain, 
your hand, meaning, you know, maybe you're skilled at something, and then your heart. You must have heart. So to all the junkies out there that are registering and signing up for the next conference, please heed this advice. Implement, act, and move. Once you've received your money back in profits, then you can resume your conference binging. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't get mad. Listen, I just want to ensure that you are not just attending conferences because it looks good, because it's the popular thing to do, or you feel like, you know, this is going to bring you to the next level. Well, the newsflash is that only you can get you to the next level. Now, yes, there are strategies that are going to help you, but if you do not move on what you already possess, hear me, if you do not move on what you already possess, then you attending, registering, and signing up for all these conferences is for naught. Guys, my name is Rhonda Nails, a.k.a. The Success Instigator. I want you guys to join me right here on the TNTBS radio program for more BS in business. And listen, if you have some BS that you want me to discuss and provide a solution for, because we're not just going to vent about the BS without providing a solution, then send your BS over to my website, which is rondanails.com. Go over to the contact form and send me your BS. And then while you're there, I would love it if you stay connected to me via my free text club. You will get a daily push, a daily reminder from the success instigator, um, but you can only do that if you connect with me at rondanails.com. Guys, I will see you next time. Catherine, as always, thank you for the platform, and we will talk to you guys next time. This needs to be said. Tell the whole world about it. This needs to be said. Tell the whole world about it. This needs to be said. Oh, this needs to be said. Tell the whole world about it. This needs to be said. Whoa. Tell the whole world about it. This needs to be said. Oh. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. Let's talk about it. This needs to be said. Tell the whole world about it, this needs to be said. Oh, tell the whole world about it, this needs to be said. This needs to be said. Tell the whole world about it, this needs to be said. Oh, tell the whole world about it, this needs to be said.
I'm Darren Marlar, and this is your Daily Dose of Weird News. A San Francisco man accused of burglarizing an apartment was acquitted after his attorneys successfully argued that the suspect was actually attempting to board a spaceship he thought was on its roof. Public defender Jeff Adachi told the court that 41-year-old Santonio Aviles was suffering meth-induced psychosis and believed the end of the world was near. And his spaceship runs on crystals from his meth lab. Speaking of crystals, a new app called Crystal calls itself the biggest improvement to email since Spellcheck. According to the Huffington Post, its goal is to help you write emails with empathy. How? By analyzing people's personalities. Crystal exists in the form of a website and a Chrome extension, which integrates the service with your Gmail. The Crystal account will generate personality profiles based on the public social media posts. You'll see advice on how to speak to a specific person, email them, work with them, and sell to them. You'll even be told what comes naturally to them and what does not. I'm not sure if I find this useful or scary. Yes, I like the idea of being able to better communicate with friends, family, and clients, but I'm not sure I like the idea of Gmail knowing that I'm having issues that day with my irritable bowel syndrome. Police in Sandwich, Massachusetts are looking for a thief with really, really white teeth. 
Police say a man entered a CVS pharmacy and went directly to the aisle containing teeth whitening strips. He left without paying for $295.95 worth of dental products. His will be the best mugshot in the cell block. NBC says that it's still waiting for Brian Williams to make a public apology. The same could be said for the makers of Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. In the wake of Burger King releasing a Whopper-scented fragrance, McDonald's Sweden is launching a Big Mac clothing and lifestyle line. The line will consist of clothing, wallpaper, bed sheets, rain boots, and even a dog jacket, all peppered with photos of the chain's most popular sandwich. Although, I'm not so sure I like the idea of special sauce being in my bed sheets. From the land down under comes news that a man accidentally set his car on fire by using a cigarette lighter to see while filling his car from a gas can. The man ran out of fuel and walked to get the gas can, but could not see what he was doing when he returned to the car, so he used his lighter, which ignited the pumps and the vehicle caught on fire. Dude, it's called a flashlight app. Look into it. Police in Ohio say a middle school student took $25,000 from his grandfather and later started handing out $100 bills to his classmates. Authorities say the 13-year-old gave out thousands of dollars before school officials discovered what was happening. Investigators in Medina, Ohio have recovered about $7,000 so far. No problem, kid. Oh, and by the way, that was your inheritance. That's your daily dose of weird news. I'm Darren Marlar. Get more weird news with the free Daily Dose of Weird News app for Apple or Android at DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com. While you're there, you can also find me on Facebook and Twitter, hire me to be your voice guy, check out my blog, sign up for my Daily Dose of Weird News group to read more stories that don't make it into the show, and more. That's DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com. Until next time, keep it real. Weird. Peace and love, world. It's your man, Tayanis, and you are now listening to my new single, Stronger Soul Sister, exclusively on This Needs to Be Said Radio. So don't touch that dial. That mean don't go nowhere. We here with my girl, DJ Butterscotch. Keep on rocking, baby. One love. Struggle trying to bring life to your vision. See, I know this well is vicious, but you strong. Taking care of business and your home. Say, cut this song, cause it's your song. See, I know he did you wrong. You passed that, cause you grown. Holding it down on your own. It's solid as an earth stone. Even when your back's against that wall, your instinct takes over. So you can conquer all. And I have nothing but respect for your elegant intellect. Don't let this world get you down. Get the weight up off your chest, cause when you stay prayed up, Blessings come down, carry yourself just like a queen Then kings will come around, infatuated with her aura Can't do nothing but adore her So there's no reason why we shouldn't break our backs for her. So put your ones up, for sisters' elevation Cause if God made us, let's take care of God's grace Ain't no Can you what she faced Never gives up, she holds it down Works all day and night If she's gotta come what may And she'll say Yeah. 
soul sister Manifesting inspiration when my spirit needs that lift up I know this well is vicious but you strong I have feelings that lie way deeper than digging the love zones It's something about your vibe that should be treasured Her soul side lives in her message Her presence is my pleasure I know her past was aggressive It left her in question Where will all that stress in So she can receive that blessing But overall, my queen walks tall her love's out of this world, like solar system stars. I want to be where you are, no Michael, to be that man of faith that puts her into all your bad cycles. Infatuated with her aura, can't do nothing but adore her. So there's no reason why we shouldn't break our backs for her. So put your ones up for sister's elevation. Because if God made us, let's take care of God's face. Ain't no Can you see what she faced, never gives up. She holds it down, works all day and night. If she's got to come with me, and she'll say. It makes her strong, 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 that much stronger. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. My sister, beautiful soul sister. My sister's so strong Alright Yeah Say put your ones up in the air put For my sister You know you're strong You know you're strong Say put your ones up in the air For my sister You know you're strong Put your ones up in the air For my sister You know you're strong Say put your ones up in the air For my sisters You're so strong my sister, beautiful, beautiful soul, soul sister. sister, yeah, 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 right, my sister, beautiful, beautiful soul, soul sister. sister. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, oh yeah. Oh, it's 
This portion of This Needs to Be Said radio show is being brought to you by the Law Office of Marjorie J. Brown, PC. Hello, and thank you for joining us today for This Needs to Be Said. We are here with attorney Marjorie Brown, and we're going to be talking about elder care this week. Is that correct? That's it. Exactly correct. All right. We're going to jump right into our conversation because I always get excited. Um, about what we're going to be talking about. And the reason I get excited is because we are we are empowering people really to take a better look at their affairs. And I, I had no idea there was so much involved in keeping up with myself. If I just mind my own business <laughs> and leave other people's business alone, I could stay quite busy. And you've shown us that when we're looking at taking care of our loved ones, taking care of ourselves, making provisions for, you know, life after we are we passed on, or even if we are in a temporary situation where we need someone to speak on our behalf or act on our behalf. So I'm going to step out of the way and let you begin with elder care today. All right? Okay, great. Well, you know, as we always say, how I like to tell stories. So I'm going to start this one out with a story because I'm going to start going from there and, and talking about the different issues that come up in this story. So um, believe it or not, this story is almost one sole client. (laughs) And sometimes I put a bunch of them together to get a story. Unfortunately, this was almost one sole client. So what you had here was, you know, it was a parent who had memory issues. And they were living at home by themselves. And, you know, they had a child who was checking on them, you know, would call, would try to call every day, you know, wouldn't call over the weekends because, you know, weekends happen. And so child talked to the parent on a Thursday. And everything was fine, you know, and then called back on Sunday night. Didn't reach them. Like, okay, I wonder what's going on. Tried on Monday, nothing. All right, now that's not normal. So Tuesday morning, um, she went out to the house and found her mother at the bottom of the steps. And she had fallen. She had gotten confused, and she had fallen down the steps and had broken bones in the process. She was bleeding internally, and she'd been laying there all weekend long. And so, you know, so you imagine the horror that she saw when she came into the house. There's blood. There's, you know, don't know what happened. And the mom was was conscious enough and was able to tell her what happened. So it wasn't something happened. Nobody came in and did something to her. This was just an accident that happened in the house. And so you get, you know, got her to the hospital, and the doctor said, you know, well, she's, you know, broken her neck. You know, you know, basically there are a lot of injuries that she was in the hospital for a while for, but the doctor said she can't live by herself anymore. Well, you know, <laughs> that wasn't anything anybody was prepared for or planning on. Right. And so, you know, so you get to this point and you think, oh, my goodness. So, you know, then, you know, she's called me and she's in the office. Like, what are we supposed to do? Well, we're going to start, you know, a little bit early. You know, so our our parents, our loved ones, they're getting older. So what are their options? You know, they have, you know, I'll go, I'll go through the options. And, and, you know, in your notes you can say, in my opinion, there are four, a max of five different options that you have out there for uh, elder care. And, and so as they get older, and I've told my husband this, you know, you've got independent living communities. So these are apartments for seniors. They have housekeeping, they fix your food, you know, they have they have a dining room where you come down and eat, and it's independent living. You've got your car there, you come and go as you will. Okay? So 
that would have been something great for her because then there's people around all the time. And if nobody sees you for a day or so, then they're going to come and check on you in your room. Um, well, then after that, there's home health care. Well, even in independent living, you can have home health care come in and help you out. But where this person was now was, okay, her mom can't live alone anymore. And really independent living was not an option for her anymore. Uh, so she was going to bring her home with her and change her whole life around. She was going to quit her job. <laughs> you know, she was going to, luckily she had a spouse, you know, but this is what she was thinking about doing. And I said, okay, hold on, hold on. Let's, 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 let's slow down for a moment. You can bring her home with you. That's fine. Um, she's got to go to rehab first. But you can bring her home with you. But let's look at getting home health come, you know, coming in to help you out. And when I say home health, everyone, I don't mean, you know, a friend down the street or, you know, somebody that you met and said, oh, yeah, I do that. I can take care of that. I'm talking about an actual home health business, people who have um, nurse assistants, people who have trained, people who they have done background checks on. Because... You have people who come into a home. It was in the news here, a woman who was arrested because um, she had gotten the credit card of the person she was taking care of, and she started running up charges. Even after she'd gotten fired, you know, she still had a credit card. So you want somebody who is bonded, <laughs> such that if they do that, you'll get your money back. Um, and you want somebody who's trained. So you've got home health. Well, you know, that was a... a a admirable goal for her, and you know, I knew that while it was a goal, I wasn't sure how long it was going to actually last. So your next step is assisted living. Well, there are a lot of really great assisted living communities out there. Uh, I believe that, you know, the I'll call them the baby boomer generation if you want, but even those older than them, they have a vision of a assisted living as, as a nursing home, and the nursing homes of the past weren't that great. You know, people would cry because they were going to have to go to a nursing home. Well, it's not like that anymore. So you've got assisted living communities where, yeah, you can have your car there if you're still driving, but they provide transportation. They have activities. Um, there's one assisted living community in our area where they got a spa. <laughs> and, you know, so you've got a hot tub, you know, a walk-in hot tub that, you know, so if you can't take, you know, step over the rim, you can walk in, seal the door, and then you've got a hot tub. They've got a spa. So it's not what you're thinking uh, any longer. So there's assisted living. Well, let's go back. You know, initially I said that she was having memory issues. Well, if your loved one is having memory issues and it's to the point where, they're wander risk. Well, there's assisted living with memory care, and that's just a unfortunate, a nice way of saying it's a secure unit. You've got the assisted living community, you've got the really nice, great place. However, they are in a secure area. In other words, so there's a locked door. You have to have a code to get in or out because the concern is you see the silver alerts where so and so is going missing. And usually the case has to deal with dementia or some other psychological condition. They need medication, and everybody's looking for them, and everybody's scared. Well, they're in a secure area where that that wander risk is not 
an issue any longer. So you can go to sleep at night not having to worry about are they going to walk out the door while I'm asleep. Um, I had a, a family where their father was a wanderer, and what they were doing was they were taking turns, all the siblings. Each one would take a night at the house. And it was, the, you know, whose night is it to stay up all night to make sure Dad doesn't walk out? And they thought that because they live way far out that he couldn't, you know, even if he does wander out, he's not going to get anywhere for a couple of miles. Well, there's exposure issues, you know. <laughs> I had to sit down and explain to them, there's exposure. If he wand- if he wanders out in the middle, you know, of the middle of the night, and it's a cool night and he's not wearing much of anything, there's exposure. There's things that can happen in the middle of the night. So we had to talk about changing that plan. So there's assisted living with memory care. So that's my my fourth one. And then the the highest level is skilled nursing. And so for this client, if her mother did not improve, if she was not able to get up and walk around after her injuries and they were severe, then that was also going to be a possibility. And so that's the highest level of care because it's what it says, it's skilled nursing. And you look at these things and you look at the costs. Independent living, well, this is an apartment. So you get a two-bedroom apartment. Uh, again, they provide food and everything else. So it may be a couple of thousand dollars a month. I'm not sure. It just depends upon where it is and the level. Um, home health, depending upon where you are in the United States, home health ranges from $25 an hour on up to, in some areas, you know, maybe about $50 an hour. Assisted living, what you're looking at in assisted living is about maybe around 5000 a month. If you have memory care because it's an extra level of care, you're looking at somewhere between you know six or $7,000 a month. And then if you're looking at skilled nursing, then you're looking somewhere between seven dollars and $10,000 a month. So while these are options, they're not inexpensive. So then we get to the question of, well, how am I supposed to pay for this? Because that's that's the next question everybody has when they come in my office is we go through the you know, where their where their loved one is, what their options are, and then the question comes, how do I pay for this? And, you know, well, again, I've got five different Payment options. The first one, you know, we'd all love this, is if you're independently wealthy. Whether you uh, worked and saved, and we have clients who, you know, worked and saved their whole lives. And now they have a lot of money, and they're using that to pay for their care. Or if you hit the lottery, you know, (laughs) one of those things. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. A sidebar, if I only played, that's the only way I'm going to be able to win, but that's a whole other issue. Yeah, that is one of the stipulations, unfortunately. <laughs> exactly. Um, so there, there's, if you just, you know, like I said, if you worked and saved, and it's there, then the other one is if you have a long-term care policy. And people don't do them. As much because they're not inexpensive. You know, there's a mu- amount that you're having to pay each month, and people think, oh, that's just way too much. I can't keep on paying that. Well, as I tell people, you know, who are younger, 
One, if you qualify when you're younger, one, the rate's going to be lower. And two, if you may need this later on in life, and it's going to save you, you know, 5000 a month, To me, it's a no-brainer. But, again, it's a finance issue. It is always a finance issue. So you've got long-term care policies. And there are policies now out there uh, where they can get you qualified up to, I believe, almost age 80. There are long-term care policies out there, people, where even if you've had, uh, you know, cancer in the past, if you are, I believe, is, you know, two years out, of being free of cancer, you can get qualified for long-term care. So, and and I've known people where their jobs, for a short amount of time, hey, we're offering, you can get a long-term care policy without having to pay, I mean, without having to go through a medical exam. Well, if you have that ability, jump on it. Because when you look at how much these things may cost you in the future, it can only help. Uh, long-term care policies also, if you have them, use them. I had a client who who didn't understand her long-term care policy. And you need to you know, talk to somebody to make sure you understand it. She was paying out of pocket for home health for her husband because she thought that her long-term care policy was limited in time, that it was only good for so many years. And that wasn't the case. You know, they put this money in. <laughs> it's there for them to use. And her family couldn't believe that they had been, one, that she had the policy and they didn't know it. And then, two, that she wasn't using it. She'd been paying out of pocket all this time. So if you've got one and you don't understand it, go talk to somebody so they can explain it to you. So we've gone through, you know, independently wealthy or or working hard for you know and saving long term care policy. The third one is uh, pooling funds. Well, when I say pooling funds, that's when your kids get together and pool their money to pay for your care. And in this world of sandwich generation. I've had clients who said, you know, I'm putting kids in college. How can I, you know, how can I help here on this end because I don't have it because I'm paying for college. We are a sandwich generation. You know, there are all these terms for everybody, the baby boomers, sandwich generation, you know, uh, everything. But we are a sandwich generation. And so if you don't have these first two in place, then – that one is next, is pooling funds. And if you're not able to do it, then you're not able to do it. But that takes us down to option number four, which is the veteran's aid and attendance. And that's a one, just, again, solely for veterans or their spouses or their widows or widowers, which provides a sum of money each month if you have a disability. And when I say you have a disability, there's other hoops. And let me just there's there are many hoops that you have to jump through. You have to need help with um two out of seven activities of daily living. What that means is eating, drinking, transferring, um 
oh my goodness, bathing, uh, medication management, and I'm missing two, but they're out there. But, you know, for for example, when I say eating, it's not that you can't feed yourself. It's can you take yourself to the store and can you go to the, you know, walk through the store and get your groceries, pay for your groceries, get them back home, get them put up. So eating is not just simply just feeding yourself. There's a lot to that. And the funds that are available with the aid and attendance, for a spouse, um, basically, or, or widow, widower, you're looking at potentially uh, right now this year about $1,100 a month. For a veteran themselves, if they need care, you're looking around 2000 a month. And if they have a spouse, you know, if they have a dependent, let me put it that way, then it goes up a little bit more. Well, this is not going to pay for, I've already gone through the cost for assisted living and skilled nursing. That's not going to pay for it. It may help pay for an independent living community, and it'll help pay for home health care, but it's not going to pay for assisted living or skilled nursing. And if you're at that point, then you're back to potentially pooling funds. We take a look at, you know, everything that you've got, what finances, what savings do you have, and we put that all together, and how long can all that last in pooling funds. So you've got veterans aid in attendance. And then the last one that's out there is Medicaid. And that's the that's the basic general I'll say fallback for everybody is that if you don't have the money to pay for the five thousand, ten thousand a month, then it's getting you qualified for Medicaid. And again, there are hoops that you have to jump through for that. Uh, we have, you know, husbands and wives that come in and, you know, I've heard, I've heard that, you know, I've got to sell everything in order to qualify. No, that's not the case. That That's not the case. Uh, before you take what you've heard and start spending everything, which is what people tend to do before they come into the lawyer's office, you know, okay, I've spent it down, I've I've only got this much left. Oh, my goodness, you didn't need to do that. You did not need to do that in order to qualify for Medicaid for your loved one to get, you know, skilled nursing. That was that was that was not necessary, and now they're in an even worse situation because they've tried to spend down everything so they can qualify their loved one for care. So there's Medicaid that's out there, but before you take what you've heard and start doing stuff with that, come talk to somebody because that's what we're there for. That's how we help you. That's what, you know, we make sure that you understand that there are things that you can keep. You don't have to get rid of everything. There are things that you can do in order and still qualify for Medicaid. And that's a lot of people's fallback. And, but, again, the the problem there with the Medicaid is that then you need to find an assisted living or a skilled nursing facility that accepts Medicaid. And then you need to find one that accepts Medicaid that's near you. So we tell people that if you know this is the path that you're going to be going down, then start looking now. Start, you know, talking with, uh, you know, placement companies that can help you with that. And there, there are quite a few of them out there. Um, no, I mean, and when I say there, you know, there's there's assisted living locators, there's care patrol, there's a place for mom. There are other ones out there. Uh, these are the ones that I know of in in this area, but they can help you in trying to find places. 
Uh, and again, when you've got Medicaid in the issue, or in the, and then you may not be able to find at times, depending upon what your loved one needs, a place nearby. If it's just skilled nursing or memory care, you've got a greater chance of finding somewhere nearby. But if there are things like um had a client whose spouse had a tracheotomy in their in their um throat and the only place that they could find that provided that service was about an hour away. Um I've got a client right now whose spouse is combative. We're not sure where what where we can find, but we're going to look. We're going to try, and we're going to try and find somewhere close by. But the bottom line is that there are options out there. So the options, I'm going to go through them one more time. You know, again, there's five options I have for senior care and five options I have for payment. The options for senior care, you've got independent living communities, You've got home health. You've got assisted living. You've got assisted living with memory care. And then you've got skilled nursing. And then how do you pay for it? You've got independently wealthy. And understand when I say independently wealthy, I mean basically, yeah, there are those independently wealthy people out there, but people, you know, they've worked, they've saved, you know, their whole lives, and now they're seniors and they have this that they've saved up. Um, Long-term care policies, pooling funds, veterans aid and attendance, and Medicaid. And that is the topic for this month. And that's a whole lot to think about. I'm thinking about in my head, of course, you know, buy it while you're young. But a lot of times we're saying I can put it off till later. And it, of course, costs us more by putting it off later. So there's a lot to consider. And, of course, life is in your face right now. So discipline. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a dirty word. <laughs> Being disciplined to put that money. Because, you know, if you look and there's this big chunk of money but it's earmarked for, you know, one day down the road, you might, you know, you really have to be disciplined to think about that because you can't plan if mom is going to end up having, you know, to fall on you, you know, you you may not, you know, may not see that happen. Like, ooh, well, what advice do you give? Because that's, that's one of those things that's, you know, ambiguous. Yes, we're all going to die, but hmm, I don't know, Attorney Brown, you might have me saving this money, and I could have been living it up, you know. Um, And then we have people that are disciplined enough to have money saved up. I'm like that. So what are some tips that you give people when we're looking at, "Mm, I might not need it, or I might need it, and I've given this money away? Honestly, you know, and I look at the, the different people that come in and, you know, the clients who... Literally, you know, when you look at the jobs that they had when they were when they were younger, and you try to figure how in the world did you have do you have this much money now? And mm. literally, it, it's 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 living a more frugal life. 
you know, we see what, you know, we see what, the, what you know, somebody across the street has. Oh, I need to have that, too. It's living uh-huh. a more frugal life. I think that's one of the things that gets us now. The prior generation, they did. They lived a more frugal life. And because they lived a more frugal life, um, they tend to have a little bit more. And they may not have taken, you know, the, the vacations and done those things, but they have it now that they need it. Not all of them do, but, you know, they, they tend to. And if they come in and they've saved and they're older and, you know, I'm telling them, would you live a better quality of life than, you know, travel a bit? If all you've done is, you know, saved, trying to save in case you needed it, and, you know, when you're older, you're older. Right. You know, have a better quality of life. You know, like I said, travel a bit, see a bit, do a little bit more. Um, and then again, long-term care. If if being able to put it in an account, or put it in, you know, meet with some financial person and have them work out a a a investment portfolio, you know, <laughs> for you, where you've got stocks, you've got you know different things. If that's not possible for you, if you think, okay, I'm gonna pull it out and I'm gonna use it, then long-term care policy might be your best, next best interest because it's in there. Mm-hmm. And it's saving and it's accruing, and well, it's there for you know, to use when you get older. And we know what happens when you don't <laughs> take the <laughs> precaution. We, we're learning that through the stories that you share. Absolutely, exactly. Well, Attorney and, and Brown, go ahead. Oh no, so the thing about long-term care is that um, if you pass away before you use it, then you have somebody named as a beneficiary. So it's not like it's going away completely. Somebody else could potentially benefit from the funds. Mm-hmm. Let everyone know how to get in touch with you outside of this needs to be said to begin this process, to have a consultation, um, to sit down with you so they can make sure that they, they're taking care of themselves and their loved ones. Well, uh, my office number is 704-795-9455, and I'll repeat that. That's 704-795-9455, or you can also track me down on my website, which is www.ncestatelawfirm.com. All right. Thank you. And until next month, what's our next topic? Our topic next month, the title is No Good Deed Goes Unpunished. Uh-oh, I'm looking forward to that. All right. Oh, boy. Okay, well, we got a lot to um, consider from today's show uh, segment, so um, that will hold us over until next month for sure. So until next time, thank you, Attorney Brown. All right, thank you. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle. It was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins. Thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at thisneedstobesaid.com, by commenting on the TNTBS Talk Show fan page on Facebook, by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS, by also sharing this show with your friends. Thank you for logging in through your computer, as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. Bad news travels fast is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at www.thisneedstobesaid.com. We'd love to hear from you. 
There's an elephant in the room. You were thinking it, so we're going to talk about it. Until we meet again in the same place at the same time, have a super day.